0: Welcome to The Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. A new episode of The Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. This episode is brought to you by a few sponsors of mine. Today, we're actually here at Panels Comics and Coffee Bar here in beautiful Oceanside, California. And now today, it's actually a cool little uh, overcast day, so it might be a good time to come in here and, uh, you know, read a couple comic books, grab a, grab a coffee. Uh, it's a great day for it. Um, so like I said, right now, they've got some of the newest comics and graphic novels out. Um, so if you're a Batman fan, if you're a DC or Marvel fan, uh, or if you love a lot of the uh, indie creators, they got Image, Marvel, DC, um, plus a lot of uh, indie publishers, uh, all in stock, all available for you. Uh, they've got a lot of graphic novels and trade paperbacks too, as well. And if you're a, a manga or anime fan, they've got uh, some, some manga, uh, of uh, you know Dragon Ball Super, they got Bleach, uh, some other other titles too. So uh, if you mention the creator Brew, you'll get ten percent off your next purchase, and you can check them out at Panels Coffee, or you can go to PanelsCoffee.com uh, for more information. Another sponsor of mine is AstroPad, and if you're a digital creator like me, AstroPad actually turns your uh, iPad Pro into a professional graphics tablet, so you can use all of your favorite programs, Photoshop and design illustrator all from the comfort of your iPad Pro. Uh I I've, I've used AstroPad for a, a good year now and it's been a great asset for uh for my digital w- workspace and it allows me to literally create uh, on the go. And if I'm happen to be working at a coffee shop or I'm, you know, away from my office, I can hook right into AstroPad and you know, I it's pretty much a another professional graphics tablet for me. So you can check them out at uh, on online on their uh, social media. At AstroPad Co, or you can go to AstroPad.com uh, for more information. And another sponsor is Cobopod, and Cobopod is actually a boutique uh, video and audio production studio here in uh, Oceanside, California. Uh, between panels and here, this is generally where I'm recording. So if I'm not recording at panels, I'm here at Cobopod uh, recording uh, content, you know, for my podcast, recording for webinars. Uh, you can do online courses. I mean literally anything uh people are coming in for you know doing uh booking for uh, commercial spots um anything and like i said i've got some other things that i've got going on um specifically bringing in uh some musicians uh for a little special five-part series um but yeah like i said if you have a ideal uh they have 4k video they've got um audio they've got a, a photographer on staff to where they're doing um uh photography for you so you can use for your social media um so like i said all inclusive and they're actually doing podcast editing too so now with me i just don't have the time anymore to, to edit my own things they do all the editing for me and they give me the file that i needed and then like i said i can i can work from there so Cobopod pod has been a great partner of mine and i'm always happy to to give them out uh, give them shout outs so if you're interested in a podcast if you're in the area go by there book your session today uh, check them out at Cobopod.org. and then the last sponsor of mine is elevate Trading Coffee, uh, and this is a coffee brand in uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, they have a great mission um, for you know what they want to do. Like I said, they're looking to extract hope. So, like I said, they're a coffee brand. Uh, they have a um, wide assortment of uh, of coffee that they have online for purchase that people can can buy. They have merchandise, but a lot of their proceeds, most of their proceeds, go to helping um, villages in uh, in Guatemala, and really trying to. Uh, um, really trying to help out the communities that that help produce the coffee for them. So uh, they have a great vision. They have a great story. Uh, if you're interested in what they're actually about, you, know, you can go to Elevate um, ElevateCoffeeTrading.com. So today, we uh, this is episode 75. Uh, actually doing a re-recording uh, of this. Like I said, I had some technical difficulties, but we're going to record it again. So this is episode 75. This will actually be the last episode of season three. So this is season three of The Creative Brew, uh, going into season four. Um, but we have a special guest today. Uh, this is my uh, my, my brother, uh, Dominic. And like I said, he's got a uh, very fascinating um, story. And like I said, with every story, it has its ups and, ups and downs. But I'll let him share his introduction and we'll go from there.
1: What's up, guys? Hey, big brother. Thanks for letting me on your show today. My name is Dominique Craig Miles. I'm born and raised right here in Cleveland under the uh, supervision of the big brother here. And I am a, I'm in personal training. I'm also involved in law enforcement and I have a background with special needs individuals. And uh, fitness has been a way of, uh, has, it's, it's paved the way for me to get to where I am now. And, and my story, I have a very, very, very interesting story of uh, overcoming adversity more of a the mental over, overcoming overcoming things mentally transpired through physical work so this is going to be a it's going to be a pretty good pretty good interview
0: for someone that's um, you know that's dealt with this and for anyone that doesn't know his story um like i said he's, and with, with many people, they've, they've struggled with, uh, you know, with their weight, with, um, challenges with obesity. And, you know, he had gotten up to, uh, was it 440? Uh,
1: 440.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, for people that, that are in that predicament, um, what were some of the the challenges that you had to deal with? Um, not even physically, but even, you know, emotionally, mentally, what were those challenges?
1: I believe the, the, the biggest challenge that I had to deal with was holding myself accountable. That That's one of the hardest things that anybody wants to do. You know, they, the holding yourself to a certain standard and actually even creating a standard. Sometimes the, the fear factor of just creating a standard can just overwhelm you to the point to where you don't even, you don't even want to start simply because you doubt yourself of even meeting that standard. So, I, for me, unfortunately, I, had a, uh, I come from a family, which is not unfortunate. It's actually a privilege. I come from a family of athletes. Everybody was an athlete, and everybody was in, was in wonderful shape. Everybody, almost everybody went to the collegiate level, if not the collegiate level, of their athletics. And, and here I was struggling with obesity as a kid all the way up through my teenage and part of my adult life or into the very early stages of my adult life. So some of the biggest challenges that I had to overcome was accountability but also the emotional factor of dealing with dealing with myself as in what was something that I was lacking? What was something that I needed emotionally and I didn't want to I didn't want to identify with that for a long time, didn't want to identify with it. And I struggled and emotionally, I become very, very, very emotionally attached to food. And, you know, mom raised us, you know, she was a single mom, so she, she did what she could for us. So my having that relationship with mama, you know, I was the baby. So therefore like what you didn't eat, I finished it. So it was, a, it was one of those things where, you know, it, there was a comfort there with food and it was filling a void. And because that void, I didn't want to identify with what that void was. Before I knew it, I was 440 pounds. So my, my struggle my struggle was more of the mental aspect behind my, behind my relationship with food. And how was, I had to hold myself accountable to that and say, Dominique, there's a problem. And th- that's one of the hardest things that we do with any type of standard that you meet. You have to realize or come to terms with the fact there's a problem. And there there's something there that you need to identify with. And when I did, I, I hit the ground running.
0: So uh yeah, that's that's um that's a good answer. Um you know, with with you saying that, do you feel like you're able to connect? Um, like I said, because honestly, yeah, I'm I mean coming from you know, obviously both of our backgrounds, you know, I've uh you know, I've been been in shape for pretty much most of my life. Um, so it's, it's still sort of hard for me to sort of have that. I'm I'm always empathetic, you know, always compassionate. Um, but you had that firsthand account as far as just how, you know, how you felt day in and day out, um, knowing that there was things that you felt like you can do, but physically you cannot do it. Um, Uh, and so what do you, what do you, do you feel like with you being a trainer now, do you feel like you're able to, um, connect more um uh, more with people uh from a physical and emotional you know uh perspective
1: yeah yeah completely because the the very first thing that people usually state when they come into the gym is it's really hard for me to walk in here that's what they'll say they'll say it's it's really hard for me just to walk into this atmosphere and i already knew how they felt before they even approached me as a trainer because I know what it feels like to walk into a gym at 440 pounds, and the first thing that you're asking yourself is, why are you here? Like, everybody in here is in shape. Everybody in here, just they fit the part of being at the gym. But the But then the ultimate question is, why are they here? They're here for the exact same reason that I'm here. Obviously, there is something dwelling within every individual, that is exercising, there's obviously something dwelling within them that says, I want to be better. Or um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a mindset behind fitness fitness about maintaining, staying in shape, longevity. There's a whole lot of different variables. So I did, I had to come to terms with that whenever I first walked into a gym. So whenever I went to the gym and I'm lifting weights and I'm 400 plus pounds, can't really hide 400 pounds in a gym. So whenever you're walking through, you're going to be seen. But also, the gym also holds its own accountability. Because from a social aspect of a gym, people do tend to push themselves and push each other without even really trying to. So, yeah, I identify 100% as soon as that individual comes in and on a level that we haven't even began exercise yet. I identify with where they are mentally and emotionally. There is a certain anxiety about coming into a gym, and you already feel out of place. But you then, once you start, once you understand that they are there literally for the same reason as you, then all of a sudden it becomes a second home.
0: Yeah, that um, you know, and I, I think that's you know, from from what I was saying in that, I think you uh, nailed it right on the head. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people, you know, really can't, you know, they don't understand where you're coming from with a lot of things, you know, especially, uh, no, you you got some fit trainers, and you know, with someone that's, you know, that's out of shape, they're coming in, you know, they already have those apprehensions to begin with, and yeah. you know, yeah. and for people that's never dealt with that, they they have no clue, uh, even even me, I mean, I I really have no no clue as far as what that actually feels like day in and day out um and to have to deal with that and, and deal with those struggles. Um and I think with, with you being able to um deal with it and overcome it because not a lot of people overcome it. I mean it's still a small percentage of people because you you always have those thoughts of of getting the weight back and mm, yeah. you know and and you know you've lost it. Now how do I maintain it? Um how do I maintain this? You know, how do I, you know, there's there's things that you're used to at that specific size that now once you lose all the weight it's like okay how do you you know just walking different you know you've always been accustomed to you know your body starts to shift you know okay now you've lost all this weight now your body starts you know walking differently and now things that um you sort of uh compensated for now those things start to you know they're trying to rebalance itself and trying to realign so um I I think with you having that firsthand account um as far as what that felt like I, I really feel like that that's really the the connection point for for a lot of uh, people that that come in here and they come coming here, Jim. And they, you know, you absolutely understand, and and you know too that it's possible to to change too. And I think some of them feel like they, you know, it's too late or they can't do anything or, you know, they, um, not to say they they get into a victim mentality, but you know they've been used to it starts becoming a codependence almost with with uh, you know with their size and their where they're at right now. And I think with with you being able to um, go in there and, and sort of give them that reassurance that hey, you know, you come in here, you know, be be prepared to work, but at the same time too, you're it's possible to change because I know you've done it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So what what do you feel like has been the uh, what would, what do you feel like was the 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 main crux point? What was that transformation that that um, that one point as far as when you finally decided that you were you were going to change?
1: It was it was in, in 2011 uh, I went to the doctor for having a excruciating amount of knee pain and I had always, I had already had apprehension about going to the doctors anyway because almost everything that they ended up saying had something to do with my weight and once again, referring to accountability, I didn't want to hold myself accountable to the fact that my weight was an issue because I was young, I was athletic, I I was I exercised, I just had an issue with emotional attachment to food, and I knew that the doctors were always going to say something about, son, you might want to get this, or sir, you might want to get this weight off of your body, you know, you're, you're 400 plus pounds, you might want to, and I just didn't want to hear it, so I kind of always avoided the doctor, but I couldn't avoid this, I couldn't avoid this situation, because my knees, My legs were starting to scream for help, and my knees were to the point to where playing basketball, I had I could play for a day, and I couldn't play for three straight days because I was recuperating. And it was, and, and as you know, basketball was like a first love. That was a daily thing, sometimes seven days a week, which made me kind of makes people wonder, like, how in the world are you 400 plus pounds at that time? The amount of activity that I was doing it. it Didn't it? Didn't really make too much sense. But because people didn't understand the, the relationship I had with food, well, people who weren't close to me didn't understand the relationship with food that I had that I was dealing with. And I didn't want to hold myself to a better standard of that. But I went to the doctor in 2011, September, or actually it was late August of 2011, August 30th, and he goes in. He says, "Son, I can give you this." I can give you this uh, knee injection, and and yeah, it's going to be fine for maybe a month, but the pain's going to come back. It's going to come back more severe, and if you don't get this weight off of your body, you're not going to have to worry about knee pain because you might not live to see 30. And I I remember immediately wanting to withdraw, like into a corner emotionally. I, I didn't – that fight or flight kind of kicked in immediately, That that SNS. And my my sympathetic nervous system kind of was like retreat, retreat, retreat. And I believe at that very moment it was more I, I was ready to retreat, but then I had been retreating so much that I didn't even re- realize that I was already in a retreated in a retreating state of mind. That was how I lived. So whenever I remember le- walking out of that building and I remember praying. I remember praying to God, Lord, if you give me back my knee, I'll get this weight off my body. If you just give me back my knee, I'll get this weight off my body. And I specifically remember that was the first time with every, all aspects of my heart, I knew that I prayed a a very genuine prayer that actually cracked the sky that day. In September 1st, I started going to the wild regularly. I started doing everything that I didn't want to do. First thing, nutrition, because I knew that I was already an athlete. I had the genetic makeup within our family of an athlete, and I, I, I had the mindset of an athlete, but I didn't have the strength to fight back against my relationship with food. And that was when that was the changing point for me when the doctor said you might not live to see 30. Now, as you know, I, I'm I'm married with two little kids who are getting bigger and bigger by the day. And the and I'm I'm 30, I'm 34 years old now. And he told me this when I was 25, turning 26. And I'd be 26 that following January in 2012. And I uh, technically based on if I never made that choice to listen to what he said, I wouldn't have everything that I have right now. I would not have been able to become a personal trainer. I wouldn't have been able to be involved in law enforcement. I wouldn't have, you wouldn't have two nieces, and a niece and a nephew. You know, these th- these things wouldn't be here or you wouldn't have a little brother here because of making that choice. Or another uh, or a sister-in-law so it's it's making that choice and finally dealing with the truth that was where that was that was the, the game changer for me that that doctor doesn't know he he probably doesn't even know to this day it's 2020 and he probably doesn't even know to this day that his one statement changed the dynamic of my entire life
0: That's awesome. And And I think that's a, I think that's a great testimony, uh, for, for anyone that's, um, that's, that may be struggling with that. Um, you know, even, um, honestly, even dealing with, you know, just weight issues, um, you know, even with me being a, um, a former collegiate wrestler, uh, you know, I dealt with certain issues like that, but it was on the, the opposite side of the spectrum, uh, there where I was in shape, but I still had a, uh, a bad relationship with, with food. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those to where, you know, I happened to, you know, still, you know, I was always active, always, I was very lucky, uh, very fortunate because my personally, my, my eating habits then was, you know, wasn't the best. Um, you know, like I said, I did take care of myself during wrestling season and things like that. But, um, honestly, it was just, I think it was just the relationship with, with food. Uh, was Mm -hmm. probably the the largest thing and even now i'm starting to get better with it now um just with uh, honestly i mean obviously you know you go through certain changes uh throughout the course of your life and and you know now you're you're i'm starting to get a pretty pretty healthy uh relationship with with food but um yeah even as a former athlete it can be a struggle um and i know it's it's twice vote for you know for you uh feeling like um, I, I know you, you. I know just with personal conversations. I mean, I know you've said that. Hey, you know, just you. All, you always have that that sort of underlying fear of you know feeling yeah. like, well, I don't want to jump back to to where I'm to where I formerly you know was as far as um, weight wise or body wise. Um, and I I know that uh, just seeing your transformation. Now I know all the things that that's really transpired after that. I mean, I know you've been doing a lot of uh, motivational. Talks and you've been uh, writing articles. Uh, like I said, you're in law enforcement, doing personal training, and I, you know you've got two beautiful kids, a wife. Um, you know, I, I don't think any of that would have been, um, you know, possible. I mean, I think it was possible, but I think you know, I, I think it was one of those where I think you had to change internally, and and yeah. doing that, you started changing physically. Uh, but yeah. I think it just came yeah. to making the decision to say, hey, I want to, you know, I'm ready to change. Uh, Because like I said, you've had years, I mean, I said, even getting to that point, I mean, there was years to where, you know, yeah, you could have made that change, but I don't think, you know, I think a lot of people are really not receptive uh, until a specific point in their time. And I I think once they're ready to make that decision, then they they go full steam with it. And, uh, you know, they don't stop. And and like I said, in your case, uh, it's pretty much catapulted, no your life into something else complete, because like I said, you could have went one direction and, you know, you decided to go, um, a specific direction for the good and, you know, saving your health. Yeah. I know you've told me before. I mean, even when you were, um, losing, you know, in the course of losing weight, um, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, I know we've had conversations that where, you know, you had, you know, certain people or friends feel like, you know, you're, you, you're changing, you know, why yeah. don't you, you know, stay the same. And, you know, things yeah. like that. And, uh, and I think that's part of the, the, the transformative process is knowing that, that, especially if you're looking to change direction, and you're looking to change course, there might be a situation where you may have to let people go, you might have to let relas- old relationships go in order to bring mm-hmm. something new. And I think that could be just as scary as, you know, you <laughs> going through this transformation, losing the weight, you know, figuring out, you know, you know getting smaller clothes you know having to you know. pretty much throw away your old wardrobe um you know all these things and i i think uh with that you know it old mindsets old you know old relationships all those things go too and i think mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize that like how much uh emotional weight you drop off you know along yes. with the weight that you're losing it's a lot of emotional yeah. uh weight too just just as much um, that you're you're having to let go of uh while you're in the process of doing that, and I think what happens is sometimes you lose the weight, but if you don't lose the the emotional baggage that coincided right. with that weight, it's gonna come back and it's gonna come back double um yeah if you hadn't learned to uh you know reconcile that and and let go of those things that really no longer serve you
1: anymore absolutely, absolutely.
0: So I want to give a, another quick shout out here like I said we're here at Panels comics and Coffee bar here in Oside California and um yeah like I said got yeah. some, some great titles out right now uh, I may end up picking up a, a few comic books while i'm while I'm here but um I want to give a you know just quick shout out to uh, like I said to panels they've been a great partner of mine uh for a couple of years now and uh, I knew when I came in and visited this spot a couple of years ago I was like this is I fell in, I'm actually fell in love with it. So like I said, they've got some great titles, great, uh, um, got some great coffee, merchandise, shirts, um, you know, all kinds of things right now. So um, oh, also too, you know, I am doing some uh, custom coffee cups here. So I've got a lot of artwork on display here. So like I said, they've been um, I've been pretty pretty fortunate to allow me to you know, be able to do do some artwork on coffee cups and drop them off here, so it's it's pretty cool. So uh, if you get a chance, check them out at Panels Coffee and uh, see what they got going on. Like I said, if you mention the Cradle Brew, you'll get ten percent off uh, of your next purchase. So if you've been tuned in, uh, we're here with um, episode seventy five with Dominic Craig Miles. This is he's my my younger brother, and he has a amazing story and a, a very um, thought provoking story as far as people that may be dealing with, uh, obesity may be dealing with, with their weight issues and figuring out that, Hey, you can make that change. You know, if there's something that you're looking to change, um, it's going to be hard. But once you make that decision and you go full out, you'd be surprised where your, where your life, um, ends up going towards. And, um, so, and I think, uh, with Dominique he is a, a testament of what could happen when you make that decision to change and you change for the better. And, um, like I said, I, and I'm sure he can, he can explain that way, uh, far, far better than I could. So with, uh, pointing to the next line of questioning, um, how is, like I said, I know you're uh really big on your, uh, on your faith and spirituality. How was how has that, um, helped you out or how has that been a foundation for your life?
1: Mainly my, my faith kind of, we were, you know, being born and raised, we were raised up in church and understanding church, but the, the relationship was a little bit different as, a, as in my youth as what it was when I went through this transition because I finally had to let go of me in order to get to where I am today. So I had to let go of my personal contentment with, with what I thought that I could control because I had I needed help. And that was, that's one of the hardest things to, to understand is that when you need help, he is, the Lord is right there waiting. All you have to do is submit. And that that day that I gave that prayer, when I left that doctor's office, that was me finally submitting to his actual call on my life. So I didn't know what was, I didn't know what was getting ready to take place. I just knew that I had to get out of my own way because I was at my weakest point in my life mentally and spiritually but I gave the most powerful spiritual prayer and that's when he showed up and he was the strongest so whenever you get out of your own way whenever I got out of my own way my faith all of a sudden took off and it's and when I say take off the foundation of faith that I had was it was very minimum compared to where it is now, because now I know what's possible, but I knew that I had to go through the, I had to go through the fire. I had to go through the gauntlet. I had to put in, I had to put in the work in order for my faith to be established and the Bible even states that faith and work go hand in hand. Faith without work is essentially dead. So if you are, if you are asking if i'm asking god to give me back my knee he's pretty much turning around and saying what are you going to do about it if you want your knee back show me so i started putting in the work what was one of the things that was that was plaguing me with my knee was my weight so i needed to focus on how am i going to get this weight off i'm not a runner um I'm not a long-distance runner. I maybe can sprint. I can play basketball up and down the court, but I'm not a plyometrics guy. I can't do jumping a lot, so I need to learn these different aspects of how can I keep my body moving, how can I get my my heart rate up without being doing anything detrimental to my body. So my faith, my faith left my my faith grew. Throughout my process, because I submitted myself to something that was greater than me, I had no. If I knew how to do all, everything that I was doing, if I had the strength to do everything that I did, wouldn't I have done it already? And I did, and I couldn't because I needed to face facts, and I didn't want to face the truth. And it, that was a faith. That was a faith building, a faith builder right there, just dealing with the truth. The fact of the matter is, is I was, try- my, my, I was trying to fill a void with food and found comfort in food because I was lacking something that I needed in my life. And I tried to find that void with food. With other people, there's other addictions. People get addicted to opiates and things like that. So it's there's always some sort of void that somebody may be trying to fix and the Lord is saying, hey, you don't have to turn to that you can turn to me and I will help you get to where you need to get to just trust me and that was hard that was really hard to the point to to the point to where I remember like just like you stated people started viewing me different they started saying you know you've changed you've changed and rightfully so I, I was changing but I wasn't changing in the in the perspective of what they thought that I was changing I was changing internally because i my faith had grown i believed in something that was greater than me and that's and people often think that you know spirituality is religious or religion and it's not it's a it's a personal relationship something that's greater than you some people you know they praise differently or worship differently or have spiritual relationships differently but mine was fulfilled every day that I went to the gym, there was a spiritual aspect to it because I knew that I was fighting and breaking down a barrier that was there, but I wasn't fighting it alone. Getting to the gym was a spiritual and a faithful effort every single day. And when I got there, I could, I knew that half the battle was just getting to the gym. The other half of the battle was, was holding myself accountable outside of the sight of others. I could go to the gym and conquer two, three hours of a workout, cardio, sauna, steam room, do everything, but I could also go home and fail the entire day by nutritionally falling back to bad habits. That could have easily happened. So the accountability outside, holding myself accountable, which is work, outside of what God was already pulling me through, is those two together formulated the man that
0: we have today. Um, th- th- there's actually something that I've, I've heard recently. Uh, I was in a um, mastermind uh, group um, on a zoom call a couple of days ago and something that sort of hit me and I actually talked to my, my wrestling class about it uh, Wednesday was um, choose your heart. And, um, and it really just talks about, you know, you get to choose your heart every day. You know, you can either choose obesity or you can choose fitness, you know, choose your heart. Um, or you can choose, um, being comfortable or choose freedom, choose your, heart. Um, choose your heart. so that, you know, it's just those, those, that even the way they explained it was, you know, that, and I sort of been contemplating it myself over the last couple of days and you know, I shared it with my, uh, my wrestling class, but you know, it's just like every day, you know, and I actually thought about that, you know, this morning, um, before I went to go running. And, you know, it's like, choose your heart. You know, I could, I could either go out here and, you know, take a leisurely, you know, stroll, (laughs) you know, jogging. Uh, I could easily do that. Um, Or can I get these, you know, sprints in before I start running? Um, Just, you know, keep my, keep my body uh, to get my, my, my nervous system and everything sort of uh, activated for the day. And, um, you know, choose my heart, you know, it's, it's it's very uh, easy for me to uh, to say you know i could sleep in a lot of times you know being uh, you know running my own business and things like that um it's very easy to me i can sit there and I'm like okay i'm i'll wake up at 10 11 o'clock uh in the morning my time and you know be done but i can't do that um because there there's things that i'm i'm building foundationally you know within me to be able to produce all the things that I can do uh on a daily basis you know I get those questions all the time you know they like well what how do you find the energy to 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 coach and uh you know run do a podcast you're running a business and you're running a clothing brand and you know everything else and it's like I have to build all that stuff up I wake up early (laughs) and I have to build all that stuff up in the morning get the you know get the energy activated to be able to to go out in the day and you know just show up and just try to do the best that I can I'm like I said I'm not going to be the best every day uh, i make daily mistakes and um so yeah i mean it's just one of those where you you know you you get to choose your heart you know you can either choose to you know sort of sleep in uh which isn't bad or you <laughs> can get, to get up and sort of create the future that you want to that you want to uh create uh, you know if you're yeah. looking to and i tell that's what i tell a lot of my my artists and creators is, is like you're gonna have to do the work um you know i've, I've been doing this for you know 12 13 years and i'm still i'm still learning i'm still adding on mm-hmm. new new skills and collecting new skills right um but and that's just the mindset you have to be being you know i'm a lifelong learner um i enjoy learning new concepts uh new ideas, so i can absorb that in my in my own daily leave, uh, living and and from that i can share that with others so i can if i'm not if i'm reading certain things or i'm you know taking in certain things and I don't figure out a way to sort of express that or to share that to others to be able to help them out, then it's not like I said, it's wasted energy and it's not helping out anyone. Right. So it's just one of those to where, um, you know, that that's something that that definitely hit me over the, over the course of the week that I sort of been thinking about. You know, it's like choose your heart. You know, I make those daily decisions, you know, every day. And I and I, I honestly, I it's like you know, for me, as much as I work out hey, I make bad decisions. Sometimes I can get a, get a coffee and a cookie and call it, you know, call it a day. i might <laughs> get cookies and call it a day. It's just one of those where, you know, it, it's sort of funny because, you know, people will be like, well, what's your workout? You know, what what are your, you know, how do you eat? What's your nutrition? Was, you know, how do I like, how do I get big? And I'm like, first, first of all, I've been training since I was little. <laughs> and then, <laughs> right. second of all, it's, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm human. It's like, I, I do. I I love snacks. I love cookies. I mean, if right. you in my house, I mean, half the time I'm, I'm snacking on something. Um, you know, sometimes it can make my wife mad because she's like, you know, cause she's working out, she's starting to lose weight now. And you know, I could sit there and not do anything for a week and then go in, go in there and work out and look like, um, you know, I've been lifting heavy for right. a few months. So it's just one of those worst. It's, it's just easier for me. Uh, now at the same time too, I do find it a little bit harder. Um, each year but you know it's just one of those where I'm very fortunate very blessed to uh you know to be um you know to be able to do certain things but at the same time too I put forth a lot of energy on the on the on the back end you know uh you know doing your prayer doing your meditating doing your reading right. uh listening right. to podcasts you know working on your skills working on your craft um uh, being able to um uh, master all those things um to where you can show up more fully and more authentically, Mm -hmm. um, in the world. So, um, you know, I do get a lot of people, I get a lot of messages all the time, you know, people like, well, how do I, you know, I want to start this or I want to start that. And then they do it for one month and then they fizzle out. And Mm -hmm. it's just one of those to where, you know, you hadn't built all the internal stuff, um, all the internal foundations and and things needed in order for you to, to really show up day in and day out every day. It's it's not going to be fun. You know, there's, there's, you're Challenges. There's things that I deal with on a daily basis, and if I gave you a, a list, I got a little uh, a little file management thing on my Trello app. If you saw all the things that I have <laughs> that I work on on a daily basis, uh, all the messages that I get, all the emails that I get, um, it it you know a lot of times it could be you know overwhelming at times. Uh, but at the same time too, what I do is that you know I sort of dial in, I focus. If I can focus on one thing, one or two things. And I get it completed, and then that's it um, yeah. i'm not you know I'm not looking to try to become Superman in one day I can't do that. um what I have to do is just show up fully for that one task, and then right. that's it and if I can do that, it's been a good day um, you know if I can show up fully for my for my wrestling class, if I can give out you know little words of wisdom if I can you know show them some kind of technique that's gonna help them out as far as in their career as a fighter um or even just get them in shape um then I've I've done my job. If I can create a design um, or design, uh, uh, you know, a logo or a, a brand or marketing material that's going to help businesses, you know, bring in customers and create more value for them, then I've done my job. And that's what um, that's what I'm sort of focused on day in, day out. If I can be the best, you know, dad I can be, if I can be the best granddad that I can be, uh, or the best uncle that I can be. Uh, like I said, I'm not going to be the, you know, I'm not going to show up, you know, and be a hundred percent, but I'm striving just to be just a little bit better every day. And that that's the only thing mm-hmm. that, that anybody can do, um, right now. Even, uh,
1: even, even, a uh, you know, you made a, a statement just now about, you know, showing up to that one task and giving everything that you have with that one task. And that just reminded me of Uh, what David Goggins has said which I'm I'm on his book third time I'm, I'm already in round three of his book but he uh he stated that he he doesn't believe in the concept of multitasking and and I never really thought about that because I thought multitasking was a talent you know I always thought that that was something you should be able to do you should be able to multitask and he said if you multitask, and I'm not gonna use his words because he uses abrasive language, but he he stated that, you know, if a multitask means you can do a lot of stuff halfway. That's the, I'll say it that way. He said, you, do, you can do a lot of stuff, but with half effort. He said, you don't want to be a multitasker. You When you put your mind to something, you apply every bit of yourself to that simply because there's no way for you to back out of it whenever you put everything you have into it. So that's, that's a, when you made that statement, that's the first thing that came to my head. And I tell that to my clients when people that I train, there's two aspects to what you're trying to achieve. There's two, I guess you could say there's two attributes within this, that you really should focus on. There is the exercise portion and the nutrition portion. If you, try to, if you try to conquer both of those immediately, most likely you're going to fail because you've never done this before. This is a, do, this is a completely different dynamic for you because first off, you have to realize this is not just a job. It's a lifestyle. This is not something that happens between 8 and 9 o'clock in the morning when you come and train with me. This is something that you wake up and you go to sleep. Thus, It's an it's a all-day, multiple-day, multiple-months, multiple-years lifestyle, change. Change doesn't happen overnight, but it takes, you know, they say it takes two weeks to develop a habit. It takes four weeks for people to see that you've developed a habit and, and maintained by physical change, and then it takes an additional two weeks after that, which would be six weeks total, for you to actually see your own change. So it takes a month over, almost two months of consistency for you to even notice that you have made some physical progress. But it, it, those first two weeks, and I can, t- I can tell you that from experience, because I was that guy every single year, the New Year's resolution guy, I want to lose 100 pounds this year. I want to lose 100 pounds this year. First two weeks into January, right back at the restaurants right back into old habits because I couldn't, I couldn't establish a habit in 14 days. So any challenge, any challenge that me and, my, me and my wife do, we do it in increments of seven. We do everything in increments of seven. So if we do a fast, we'll fast for seven days. If we do a, uh, some sort of nutritional challenge where you can't have bread or any type of sweet carb, or you just, you're doing a detox or something like that. Everything is done in in realms of seven because I know personally from being a trainer that 72 hour window is is crucial. Just 72 hours and that's halfway through the seven days. So that 72 hour window is is very, it's hard on the mind, especially whenever, as soon as we're human, for for some reason, a humanistic trait. If I tell you, you can't have something, what's the first thing you're gonna think about? You're gonna think about what you can't have. That's just something that we do. I have no idea why, it's just something we do. But you, whenever it comes a part of you, comes a part of your lifestyle, you don't even realize that you've eliminated that out of your life. And the only time that you think about it is whenever somebody tells you you can't have it, but you realize you haven't been having it for months it's a it's it's a weird concept, but it's a true concept and I just I I identify with that with my clientele all the time, all the time. If you can focus on one, focus on it and give a hundred percent. If you know that your nutrition is terrible at home, give me a hundred and ten percent in this in the 60 minutes here at the gym and the, and we're going to build off of that because eventually, after a while of you putting in the sweat and the tears and the time and the money into somebody kicking your tail every single day, eventually it's going to click that I am tired of wasting my time after putting in all this work and I can't even conquer this food. Let me conquer, let me at least make a slight change over here so I can magnify or grow from this part over here. So it's, and, that's when the change starts happening, and it's a slow teeter totter that finally wiggles itself into an alignment just a few weeks to a month down the line
0: uh, so that's great um, so right now what is what's inspiring you right now
1: multiple things there are multiple things I, and and you know i i I know that we don't we don't live a Every, not, not every day is just picture perfect, and, and it's that's understandable. That's a part of life, and not everything's just going to be great. But one of the biggest inspirations that I have right now is the fact that I get to wake up every single the, the days that I wake up, which is every day so far, the Lord has kept me on the planet. But <laughs> when I wake up, I get to wake up beside a wife, something I told I was told I couldn't have, I wasn't going to have. I get to wake up to kids running in the room and jumping on the bed, going "Daddy, Daddy, Mommy, Mommy." Something that I was told was not supposed to be for me. That wasn't supposed to be a part of my life. If I didn't make that choice, though, that right there is the beginning. Pro- that right there, just the whole day, I'm ready to take on any task and, re- and ready for any and ready to fight for any task simply because I started off my day with two impossibles. That's what that was, that's what that essentially what they were. That was a, impossible for me to have simply because of where I was physically and mentally. But because I made a choice to finally listen and hold myself accountable and set a standard of being better daily. You this is something that I got from you many years ago and it's still here in the gym right now. Be better than you were yesterday. And that is not just a physical thing, that is a mental thing. That is more of a, an emotional and mental. Be better than you were yesterday. Be better than you were yesterday. What, you may think that yesterday you were perfect. Nope, you can always be better. and that's And that's just a driven mindset because complacency is something that trainers, we try to stay away from. When you're complacent, you're going backwards. Period. There's no, if you're not moving forward, you're going backwards and the day has passed you up. So you have to be better anytime or pass on that wisdom of of somebody else being better because you can pass that on. Sometimes everything, there was something that you made for me years ago. You and uh, You and your wife made this, my very first t- banner that when I was in the newspaper and it has a quote on there. And, it's, and I, I read this quote every single day because it's right here in the office. And as soon as I sit at the computer, I look up and I read it. And it says, do something or be a part of something that will outlast you. And that essentially is what you have kind of instilled throughout your entire business. Ego or legacy over ego. What are you planning on leaving behind? You have to do something that's better than you do something that's going to outlast you i have two kids so everything that i'm doing now has nothing to do with dominique but it has everything to do with isaiah and carmen because i have to pave a way for them to come and establish their own foundation i'm just trying to give them a platform to 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 start from to grow from some sort of solid base, the same exact thing that you have done for yours, for your kids and your grandkids, my, and what you've done for me. And I'm, and I'm your little brother. Well, I'm, I'm the big little brother, but the, the, the platform that you have established was something that I didn't even know was there until I finally had to break myself. I had to, I had to break my mind, break to build in order to get to where we are, where I am now, I had to break down an old foundation. And that old foundation of what I established, that had to be gone, that had to get destroyed in order to get to where we are today. So my inspiration comes from knowing that I get to wake up every single day with three variables in my life that was told were not supposed to be there for me. That it, this wasn't for me, this wasn't my life and it was something I always wanted, but I had to go through hell and high water and face my demons and hold myself accountable, and set a standard, but ultimately have faith that God was going to pull me through if I was going to work through. If I was going to work through the mud, There eventually, when I knew I was ready to quit, because, in, I mean, we have, we have to look at, from September 1st, 2011, all the way to September 1st, 2012, I went from 440 to exactly 240 to the day. I, that was unheard of for me. So I went from wearing the size 58 waist all the way down to at that point, I was wearing a size 40. So I had lost 18 inches just in my waistline. I went from wearing a four and five X t-shirt all the way down to wearing an extra large. I was a, my chest was 74 inches around at one point, it went all the way down to 44 inches. So I mean, we're looking at losing 110 inches total full body. That's a lot of feet of of inches lost off of a human body. So there were many times during that I was ready to quit. I was ready to quit on multiple times. So whenever I was digging through that mud and I was like, Lord, this is just, it's just not going to work. All of a sudden, a small, a small little lifeline. Was always there for me to grab right when I was ready to quit. And then I would get inspired again. And then I would hit another milestone. And then boom, before I knew it, I was at 197 pounds just 15 months later. And I didn't even realize how I had gotten there. And, and the enemy, the, the the outside talk was trying to affect me, trying to hit me. You're you're this now, you're that now, you're you're not the same, you're not big Dom anymore. Well. Unfortunately, I'm sorry to say, I am still Big Dom in my heart, because if it wasn't for Big Dom, you would not have the character of individual that's in front of you today. So in many ways, I appreciate that 440-pound man, especially in the winter months. I stay warm all the time, but the, the, the aspect of who he was and everything about him is the reason why the story was so significant when I was able to... Pull this guy out from inside of him. Mama used to say that about me all the time when we were kids. She, when I was younger, she used to always say, There's always there's a little man inside of you that's gonna come out someday. She always used to say that. I didn't know she was prophesying, but <laughs> she, she used to always say that. She used to always say they had the, the the gift of gab as well, because I talked all the time and I had I used to always tell stories. I used to feel all the time. So luckily the that would change as well growing up as well. So that's a, uh, but mom mama was right she was right so we're here now I'm here now based off that big guy so I do appreciate it in many ways.
0: What is a creative tip that you can provide our audience? Creative tip obstacles.
1: Obstacles build opportunity and that is they're they're just they're just building blocks for opportunity that they're not meant to stop you so if you have something that you want to do expect obstacles expect it if you think you're going to go through this any type of transition that you go through in your life whether it be a spiritual growth a mental growth a physical growth uh, relationships trying to improve relationships with people uh, you're going to you're definitely going to you're going to run into some obstacles and these obstacles are just meant to For you to establish the opportunity to be better and that's all that's all they're there for they're not meant to stop you an obstacle is just there to to either make you go over go around or go through me i personally like to go through because i was on that path before that obstacle got there that obstacle is going to have to just fill my wrath when i get there that's 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 my personal mindset simply because of what i went through myself so obstacles be 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 very very you train for obstacles you don't train to win you train for the obstacle and it's coming it's always going to just always have it in the back of your head that it's coming but the the i guess the best thing about it is knowing when it gets there you just start smiling because you know it's, it's on it's game on training session here we go that's what i love about obstacles and that's my creative too
0: that's great hey that's a. Uh great, that's a great tip. So before we sign off, um, what, what are some, some words of wisdom? What is something that, that may help anyone that's, that's listening to this, that will be listening to this on, uh, on my podcast or, uh, through helium radio, um, when they hear this, what are some words, words of wisdom that you feel, um, perhaps feel the need to, to say to somebody?
1: Failure, is not always a failure to me is never going to be a, a a terrible thing. You you have to understand that failure is a part of success and failure wouldn't success would not even have as much relevance if you knew that the option of failing was not there. So if you if 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 you go at anything in your life and you see that you're not doing great at it, you're failing consistency, consistently, you're failing at it. That doesn't mean stop, because if you take the positive out of that, that means you're still being consistent. Even though failing is happening, you're still learning through consistency. So discipline, even though somebody is coming up on the short end, because that was me, I came up on the short end for many, many, many years. I kept trying to do something, and I kept failing. So I finally, finally, there was something That was much greater than me much smarter than me that put a bug in my ear and said that if you don't change you might not be here within five years and that was my that was my ultimate breakthrough to where I knew after all after all those failures that I had dealt with I wasn't gonna fail again because now my life depended on it so if I can pass on anything to anybody, embrace your failures, embrace them, deal with them, face them, and then conquer them because you will win ultimately.
0: So uh, yeah, I think that's something that definitely people need to hear Is that, um, you know, it's not, you know, you, you, you do something and you know, you fell at it. It's not meant for you just to stop, you know, sometimes, you know, yeah, you may need to course correct a little bit, but, you keep going, you know, you keep fighting, you keep, uh, fighting for, for another day. And, uh, I think that's the, the, you know, what you could ask for, for anyone that's, that's looking to, um, you know, go forward with their dreams or, or looking to, or even just trying to make a change. You know, you know, it might be something, especially with, um, the space you're in, you know, people struggling with their, uh, with obesity or struggling with their weight issues it, and just figuring out, Hey, look, you know, you're not gonna be perfect. You know, you you start a regimen and you backslide a little bit. That's all right. Get back up, start again. That's where you start becoming more consistent. And through that consistency, that's where you're able to build those habits and those values um, internally. And then it gets from there. You can start. You can start. um, It actually you start seeing results after that. Uh, But you have to get it sort of absorbed uh, internally and, and know that hey, look, I'm making the decision to to have better health, to change my life. Cause I want to feel better. I want to feel better for my kids. I want to feel better for my grandkids. I want to be alive, <laughs> you know, to, to right. see them grow up. Right. Um, so yeah, that's, those, those some great words of wisdom. And uh, like I said, I thank you for, for signing on for this. Uh, and like I said, this is episode no five. And uh, so yeah, how can people reach out to you right now? I know you've got some other things going on, but how can people reach out to you for any kind of um, speaking engagements? Uh, personal training, um, any anything like that. So if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to uh for them to contact you?
1: You can you can contact me through through Facebook at Dominique Miles or you can you can reach out to me on Instagram at, at Big Dom73 or you can always email me at DominiqueFitness73 at gmail.com. Those are the three best ways that people usually get in touch with me.
0: I'll have all your information on there so people can, you know, potentially get in contact with you. And, um, Mm -hmm. and like I said, once this releases, we'll be able to, you know, definitely share it. We'll be sharing this, promoting this out. Um, you know, I'll have this in video form, how this in audio, so this would be available in all kinds of different platforms. So once again, this has been another awesome episode, episode 75 with me with my brother dominate. And, um, other than that, um, please, Check this episode out. Check out uh, prior episodes. You know, please like, share, comment, um, subscribe to the podcast. It's uh, available on Spotify, available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. And then I've got a lot of the uh, video episodes on the Cradle Brew TV page on Facebook, um, as well on my, uh, on my YouTube page. Uh, all these episodes are going up. So this is the last episode of season three. Uh, now we're going into um, episode seventy-six, so uh, into a new season. But uh, hopefully, uh, in the near future, I'd like to be able to bring you back on for some for some other things. A lot of times I'm doing little roundhouse conversations uh-huh. with other people, so I definitely want to have you on for that. And that oh yeah, day. sure,
1: definitely.
0: But uh, other than that, this has been another awesome episode of the Creative Brew here at Panels Comics and Coffee Bar. And once again, be cradled, stay inspired.